With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues, search the hearts of men, and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico! Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us. Kenzie Dern is getting ice cream after this weekend. You say, who's getting ice cream for this weekend? Mackenzie Dern. She's getting ice cream. Okay. Can you not hear okay. me? No, I can hear you now. I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. No, I just, I, you know, I'm looking at the stats and, you know, in, in one round, Mackenzie Dern was up almost 40 strikes in attempts on Nina Andorov, which to me, like that, that's surprising, man. Like I can't imagine somebody who takes the last name of Nunez like that. I mean, I, I almost don't feel like she's even earned it. You know what I mean? Like I'm joking, but like, God, no, 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 no. I know what you mean. Uh, she doesn't have that fight not, mentality. That, that was not a, that was not a good performance. It looks like, you know what I mean? See, here's the thing about it. Like here's, here's what me, you, you and I had a discussion about it. We kept having a discussion about it. Um, 
it's one thing to be a champ and move to another division or something like that and have a layoff and stuff. Like, there's certain people you just got to give a proper respect to. But, like, fighting, you should have at least one fight back. She was gone almost two years and just came back into something that was pretty much a number one contender fight, which I don't even think it should have been that, you know. Um, right. been, they need names. They need names. Sure. And they and they they moving up. They're promoting anyone to number one contender that they can at this point. Right. Um, and I understand that, but like, man, this 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 is, was not the fight for her. Um, and and because Dern beat her ass, you know, like it just wasn't her fight. Like, well, man, you know, the thing is, is I've hyped Nina Ansarov, and sorry, I'm gonna, I, I didn't, I this is the first time I've seen her change her name to Nunez, so I'm gonna keep probably just habitually calling her Ansarov on, you know, just on, on accident. So I'll try. Right. To it's all good. Her. It's all good. Like, you know, N- you know. Nina Nunez dude she she was she was a top contender in that division you know like i didn't think Mackenzie dern was gonna roll her like that you know what i mean like on the ground like dude nina androff is not only married to one of the best if not the best pound per pound fighters ever but like you would think that some of that would rub off you know (laughs) like you would think the mentality would at least because like it's not the thing that make uh makes amanda nunez so dangerous it's the attitude. It's the mentality. And sure, she has skill, but like, I mean, she's arguably not as skilled as Valentina Shevchenko. But the mentality is very different, you know. Um, not not that you know Valentina doesn't have a great mentality for winning and stuff like that, but it's, it's different. This is it is, you know. That's why she's still on top. I, well, it just it's weird to me. Like Nina uh, Nina Nunez was. Uh, Oh man, she's she was what I I was really hoping to see her actually make a title shot, like a title run, you know. And her record isn't good. It's not like you know she's had a couple good wins in the UFC, nothing spectacular, but like she's had some really hard fought you know wins that you know she showed improvement, you know she showed domination, you know she's she's shown a real eye. So like, is Mackenzie Dern that good, or is Nina Androv not just not that? She's not that good. She's never I, been. Uh, and, and that's it's okay. It's not a lot you, of people. Sean, if you spent time around, I don't know, whoever your favorite analyst is, podcaster, announcer. Michael Wilbon would be one of them. I'll go ahead. Yeah, if, you, if, you if you spent every day for however long uh, Nina Ansaroff and Amanda Nunes have been together, around Michael Wilbon, not even romantically, just around him, would you not pick some of that shit up? No, no, you're right. And and, and, and and I'm glad you even brought the romantic part up because I know, you know, like you, you want to be that wasn't a slight. You're saying like that's an intimacy that's even on a deep, much deeper, m- way more intimate level. Like she she really does have all of Amanda Nunez like behind her. Yeah. Figuratively and literally, whatever. Well, <laughs> I didn't mean for that to end up like that. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. No, but no, no, no. But seriously, no. <laughs> seriously. God damn it. I fucked up. I'm sorry, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut, take two, go. <laughs> no, 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 no. But seriously, though, like she has all of her. Um, she's with her in every step of the way. And she didn't pick any of it up. Like she's just not a winner. And she's not going to be. I never saw her as a winner. Never. I, I get what you saw, but well, you know the um, worst, the division. You know the worst part for me is like right now, like after that kind of a loss, like dude, maybe it's cool just you know standing home with the kid, you know, like because people know you used to be a good fighter, but 
But like right now, you keep getting your ass kicked like this, dude. Think like, about it like this. Two years went by. How much has changed in two years in the fight game? People, well, she, she had, you know, a, she had the baby. You know, you you know that she was, the, she was a. They did. Yeah, 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 I know, but like, but that's that's not that's not that's. I get that part, man. But like, I'm saying like the amount of things, the amount like take how 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 much Valentina the the champions themselves. Let's just take one. Valentina Shevchenko, look how much she's grown in two years. Look where she was two years ago, and look what? now. You Val- can't fight anybody Val- like that. Young either, too. You know what I mean? Like Shevchenko's like I, I don't I, I don't know the, her age off the top of my head. She's she looks twenty one to me because she's beautiful, but like I just oh uh, you're not taking her out for ice cream, bro. I don't care what the fuck you say about nah. how beautiful she is. She out of she out of my head. You can't do it on Florida because you ain't getting a motherfucking date, bro. Yeah, it's all good. It's all. I don't need one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. I, I no. wanted to say too that like uh, I was watching um, the lead up to Nunez' last fight, and you know they were showing you know some of the behind the scenes stuff they do before you know the fight, and it was uh, you know her and Nina uh, with the baby, and uh, they were talking about the process of like you know Nina carrying it and blah blah blah, and honestly, like if you didn't see it, then just me mentioning it should make you want to look it up. It's actually pretty, pretty beautiful. It's like a family story. Like, but it's so funny too, because like everything you think about Amanda Nunes in, in the, uh, in the octagon is, is so true to life. Like you would think like, was like, oh, how can a savage human being like that, who just puts people down, who is scarier than most men that I know, like, you know, like so she's, She's like, you know, she's on par with Brock Lesnar, bro. I ain't gonna lie with you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Of of athletic performance, and she's a woman, which I mean, that's not like a knock. That's like, that's even more impressive. It's like, damn, man. Like, even with all the testosterone I have, man, she's still beating the shit out of me, man. Like, testosterone, what? You know, so like, she's doing whatever she can with whatever she has and doing every bit of it. And, you know, so you're like, all right, well, how does that person be a parent? And it's like, well, I mean, you, you can see by like how she fights. She kind of like approaches life like that. Kind of like she has to relate it to something simple. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. uh, Nina, Nina Nunez was uh, talking about how, how like, you know, the first couple you know weeks or months or whatever of having the baby. Um, <laughs> like Amanda Nunez would be like, yeah, it's just, it's just like uh, having dog. Like, uh, you know, you take out a dog, you feed dog, you make sure the dog That's goes to that's a little and, Russian, bro. I feel you. I feel what you're going for, but that's a little, it's a little Russian. It's thick. You got the thickness right, but like, <laughs> like that's that's stupid. Yeah, I was like, it, it, but you know what I mean. Like, you, terrible. You, I know what you're going for. I appreciate your attempt at that terrible accent you just did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, you know, Amanda Nunes is basically comparing, you know, her child to a fucking dog, and it's. <laughs> It's like that is that is so like vintage like something that I would I don't even know him in Nunes but I feel like that'd be vintage her you know what I mean like it just thinking like oh okay well th- this is just like an animal you just feed it and keep it alive like <laughs> it's like no 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 this 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 is your son you gotta love it and she's like well I do it's like show it she's like, like <laughs> you know what the crazy part is um she's gonna be a, the one at home uh taking care of the kids because um <laughs> you know she's gonna retire soon like there's no way breadwinner 
Right. No, no, but she they, they've already won their bread, and she ain't got nobody else to fight. This is pretty much the end of the road, bro. Her and Valentina are going to... They're going to have to Roy Jones Jr. themselves, man. They're going to have their... They fought the who they could, part, and they retire early. The, the, the worst part is... <laughs> The only fights left for either one of them are each other. And you can honestly, if Valentina would win the next fight, win the next fight after that, you could honestly make it, you know, whatever a fiveology is. But, like, you can make it a five-fight, you know, Grand Prix with these guys to where, you know, they fought four times and here's the one, here's the, you know, the ultimate where after this, both of them are gone. You know, like, you still have that kind of time left in their uh, abilities and career to it. If I'm you know, them, I do it because it would be the ultimate respect to both of them. I'm like, look, like if Valentina wins, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, this is this is my rival. If, if I'm Amanda Nunes, I'm like, good, I'm glad she won. You know, now when I beat her, that's it. You know, we can't have five fights. You know, like it'd be this thing, like if she beats me three times in a row, it'd be a, a tennis sort of thing. You know, where uh, Djokovic uh, finally beat uh, Nadal, so. It could be the, it could be that sort of thing. I don't know. Uh, for those calling me out on my tennis knowledge, uh, fuck you. Yeah, I, I, I support it because I know a little bit about tennis too. But no, it would be a tennis sort of thing where you actually take the throne from someone. And in tennis, it takes a while. Like you get your ass whooped by this person for a good half a decade, you know, and then you start to come on strong and you you eventually overtake them as as the best. You know, uh, that there is. So it could happen, but Valentina only needs to lose one, man. And and one of those would go to decision. Uh, That's the the problem, though, is how unexciting to the legacy would be if Valentina won the next fight and then lost the fourth fight. It would be like, oh, okay, well, it's three one. So what the fuck? Like, I mean, you're done. Yeah. So it's it's it's. It's tough to do, you know. Um, yeah, if she knocks her out, then we gotta get a third, we gotta get a fourth fight anyway. But but know. honestly, I think, and and this is the only time that I've ever you know thought this about any sort of matchup with whoever who's done it, you know, three times or multiple times or whatever. Uh, this is the only fight that would be worth a trilogy with the underdog going in zero and two. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what, like you're gonna get an underdog who's lost twice. You know, like another, like a third fight is like in this case, yeah, yeah, I would because I don't think she lost the second fight, and that's what it comes down to. Is like, you know, ju- if it goes to decision, it should have been man, a draw. Like, Not gonna lie, should second fight should have been a draw because I, I, I just don't think either one of them really wanted it that much. I mean, Valentina did, but like, she didn't step up to the plate the way I, I, I would think that Valentina should have. I don't like, think I don't think Shevchenko can knock out Nunes, and I think that's part of her game plan is having a little bit of the power edge yes, in her matchup. Yes, yes. you know, so it's foolhardy. It's foolhardy. It is. She was like, "I think I won." It's like, "No, you didn't." I, like with that second fight, I was like, "You didn't win that second fight." But like, shut you, up. Like I don't think she lost. I think it was a draw. You know what? Do you know why the second fight was so close? Though was Shevchenko was so much technically better than Nunes that she can. Just outpoint, like, you know, uh, like point fight her. You know what I mean? If she gets well, the strikes in the right position, Nunez can't take her down and keep her down. I, I guarantee you it would be the opposite. Like, but Shevchenko's so wrestling, she, she's a little like stud. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shevchenko doesn't want to win like that, and I respect the hell out of that. So lose the way you're going to lose. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that, man. You know, like, let's be for real. You know, Daniel Cormier lost the way he was going to lose to both Stipe and um, uh, John Jones. Go ahead. You know, just go ahead and lose, man. Like, go out on, go out on your shield. That's what you do. You don't, don't, don't worry about what people are going to say and what's going to happen and whether or not you get this fight or that fight. Just go out there, and if you're going to lose, go lose, man. It's, it's not the end of the world at all. Like, he was virtually, you know, like, Cormier's a guy that's virtually, was virtually retired anyway when he falls deep, eh? So, you know, uh, Valentina Shevchenko and Amanda Nunes, they're, to me, they ain't got nothing else to do. I mean, I, they're going to fight each other, and that's going to be the end. That's the end of them. <laughs> that's the end of them, straight up. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but, you know, that's how it is. I mean, they both cleaned out everybody, though. They cleaned out everybody and then fought each other. Multiple times, like yeah. we don't need it. Like that's nothing you could do, and that's okay though. That'll that'll clear the division out, and then th- someone else will rise and be a, a, a big star. Uh, they'll clear they'll clear multiple divisions out, and people will rise to be uh, stars. Hopefully, right now, um, I don't see it. Um, to be honest with you, um, and even though she's um. She doesn't listen. She's an alpha male person. Um, Paige Van Zandt, I wish she had actually uh, changed her trainer, just changed everything she was doing, switched it up, and got really serious about this thing. Uh, she would be a star, you know. Um, I, I, another up and comer. She's over. She's over in Bellator. Uh, Valerie Laredo. Um, I've heard the name. Uh, gorgeous woman gorgeous woman and uh she, she has the page resent uh complex like she's she she looks good she's on instagram and that's all people see she's gonna get her brain ripped out of her head though someone's not gonna be joking with her or playing around and dancing around you know like it's just there's certain people you know got it coming and she's one of them um you izzy she's kind of like izzy but when Izzy gets in there, you've seen him. Like, Izzy wasn't a guy you even liked at first. But you see how professional he actually is. And you see that he don't play games when he gets in that octagon with you. You know, if you, it might be a tall order for him to knock you out or beat you down. But he's going to go in there with every intention of doing so. Um, and it's just different. She's more of a Sean O'Malley type. Not that she's flashy and she's extremely skilled. But there's this... I'm so much better than you think going on. It's like, oh, you know, stop. The only person to really successfully fight off the haters was Michael Jordan. And it it hurt him a lot in his personal life to where, you know, Hall of Fame receptive speech. He just called everybody out for hating on him, you know, but he carried he carried that burden with him. He probably still carries it with him. He probably still has newspaper articles of people shitting all over, you know, Um, so people shouldn't want to do that. Just be fun. You know, I'm not saying she don't have fun, but like I'm looking forward to somebody humbling this shit out of her. She she's gonna get it. I'm not saying that she's just out of control with her ego, but somebody's gonna knock her the fuck out. It's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna decimate her uh, because those type of fighters never see that uh, uh, over the horizon. If you know what I mean. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's let's get to a little bit more. Pick out pick out some some favorite fights on that card. I know you got the card in front of you. At least you should. Uh, just pick out some fights. You you know you just kind of some fights or fighters you want to talk about. Uh, it wasn't. Well, you know, I, on, on the uh, on the undercard, I I always like seeing John McDessie win. I just I just like him. He seems like a cool dude. But um, on the actual card, I'm I'm a little surprised Sam Alvey lost. But if it was submission, then dude, like, get your shit together, man. Like he was on a good track. He's he's been there long enough. He shouldn't be getting submitted by some guy named Julian Marquez. Like I don't. Never it was a good performance though i mean like it was it, we didn't see it coming but like um i i like the results this might be the fire to you know this might be the fuel to the fire for for sam alvey we, we i don't know perhaps let's hope so i mean fuel to the fire he has like almost 50 professional fights <laughs> well, well sure but like some people pick it up late man i mean donald cerrone had a nice late surge in his career I'm gonna keep bringing up that guy that got. I, knocked I don't know if I would. Can, I don't know if I would compare Donald Cerrone and Sam Alvey. <laughs> I just don't think I'd do. I, I just meant as far as as far as you know how many fights they had and stuff like that. Like I mean, a late surge is a late surge. Like you know, sure. uh, I'm always thinking someone. Uh, to me, a fighter's always trying to pick up that first win to start a streak and eventually get to that title shot, man. You know, like just put strings some wins together. That's what they want to do. That's what I'm looking for them to do. And he's no different. Nobody's any different. I'm, I'm always Co- Cody Garbrandt's one went away from starting that, that, uh, long roll back to a title shot. And I'm not going to, I can't take that away from him. No, I'm just saying like, I'm, that's not even a joke. I mean, he, you know, he's got to start by putting down a remote. <laughs> yeah. I can tell myself. Yeah. He's got to start by putting down a remote fucking cheetos you know um but once he does that like and actually gets in the gym he's probably been in the gym whatever now i'm being an asshole but like you know i'm no seriously though string just get that one win get the second by the time we get to the fourth now we're getting somewhere like everybody's looking for that and that's what i'm looking at from everybody what person yeah and you know this, this like you said earlier this isn't like the most exciting card so you know, watching everyone, you're kind of looking for, like, who's going to get the next name fight. And, you know, honestly, a, a guy to watch out for besides uh, the main card draw, which was Vittori and Holland, like, Arnold Allen, you know, I, I thought Sadiq Youssef was looking good coming into this matchup. And I didn't know much about Arnold Allen, but, you know, that that performance, man, he was pretty convincing. He, he was a little gassed at the end. Uh, but, yeah, Youssef didn't have it. I, I didn't know what was going on with him, but, like, well, Allen just kind of outclassed him. You know, um, and uh, he, he ran out of gas at the end. But like, yeah, he got out class. And I, that was surprising to see, actually. Cause that's a guy that I uh, used a guy that um, I watched, you know, uh, quite a bit. And I, I didn't see that. I didn't see it coming. I didn't. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's see what Allen. That's one. See, that's the win. We'll look back on this. It could be four, you know, three more fights from now. And he could be, you know, win those three. And we'll look back and say this was the jumping off point you know, uh, where he really started to put it together, you know? Yeah. So, sometimes guys come out of nowhere, man. You know, sometimes they don't. You know, like, John Jones didn't come out of nowhere. We saw it coming, you he know? Yeah. Was, um, even, I'll even say with Ryan Bader, I do, I understand 
He had to go somewhere else. But I'll say even with Ryan Bader, you saw he was just on his track to be really good. And, you know, John Jones was in his way, but he was in a lot of people's way. Um, Leona Machida was fool's gold. Just saying. Um, he just had a style nobody really knew about. And to, um, uh, he got his ass kicked, and then that was the end of that. Well, he should have lost that first decision uh, um, to Shogun, and then after that he got his ass whooped. But, you know, Machida is a guy that I look back on and go, how the fuck did he get to where he was going? You know, how the fuck did he get where he was? Well, he was all under. It was because of his power, man. Like, he used to have power, but you kind of lose that as you get older and you start being less quick. You know, your reflexes, your power power gets negated by not only your opponent, but your own abilities, you know? I mean, I know how he actually got there. He also, he had, like, the biggest thing is he had a style nobody could actually uh, figure out. You know, um, but my, my point was just like, damn, you didn't figure it out. Like it, my, it's more it's less of how did he get there? And it's more of how didn't y'all figure this out? You know, like. Yeah, God, anyway, I, he's just man, I didn't think I didn't think he was going to be one of those guys that was overrated. But as soon as he got figured out, his whole career was done. And when Shogun knocked him out, I knew he was I knew he was he's been nothing since then. And I knew he wouldn't be. You know, whatever, all the wins he put together and stuff looked like shit. I've never seen someone fall so horribly from grace than when he lost that, clearly should have lost that decision to Shogun, and then he got his ass knocked out. Because Shogun said, nah, I'm going to just knock his ass out. I don't care what the ref said. I'm tired of it. You know, like, it should have never even went to them. And then he made sure it didn't that time. Anyway, uh, I digress. Let's get to the main event of this card, because that's the one I want to get to. Well, you uh, you gotta you gotta give Marvin Marvin Vittori uh, uh, a name now. You know what I mean? You gotta give him a top opponent. Yeah, he doesn't. He shouldn't get Israel Adesanya. He's out of his fucking. No, no, life. I didn't say. I didn't say. No, 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 he's saying that though, and everybody else is. Nah, he needs to shut the fuck up. This is Sporticus where we tell people to shut the fuck up. Vittori, shut the fuck up. I'm glad you be hollering. I wanted Holland to knock him out so bad, but Vittori needs to shut the fuck up. Do I think he has a chance against Israel Adesanya? Absolutely. After that performance, but he was fighting Holland. You know, um, Israel Adesanya is a different animal, man. <laughs> like, and he's a lot better than what he was when Vittori fought him the first time. I don't know what the hell Vittori thinks he's going to go get in there with, but uh, give him nah. Paul. Uh, Say that. Say that again. Give him Paulo Costa. Why not? Oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, I think that's a too a little bit too much of an air. I think you can give somebody give him somebody under that. Mm. You know? No. He's number six. Costa just had to drop out of a fight. It's perfect. Sure. Okay. Fine then. Like I don't the thing is I don't ever want to argue too much with something because uh you can always make it make sense later, you know, uh with your matchups. And then like like with the when we talk about uh uh, Conor McGregor and, and Dustin Poirier, like you can always make all this stuff make sense later. So it is not that big of a deal. But so, just sure. like just like the Poirier McGregor fight, it makes sense now more than ever. Right, right, right. Um, and like, yeah, I, like like before this fight, it wouldn't have made that much sense, but you could have made it happen and justified it later. But now you can make the fight and justify it. But here's the thing. So who do you give? Israel Adesanya next. Did you give him uh, a win or what? Uh, you kind of got to wait for to see what Izzy wants to do. Does he want to, you know, 
go up to heavyweight and fight John Jones. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, no, honestly, Israel Adesanya kind of just gets to wait right now because he's a champion coming into his next fight off a loss. Yeah, it was to another champion. He went to another weight class, still a loss. You know, so he's kind of right. got a who who whittles down to fight him next. Like he doesn't just get to go in and start calling people out. You know, he's got he's got to wait, man. Like he would have been on a different track had he won against Blahovich, but he didn't. You know, so obviously he he did a good job, you know, in his performance. But he's got to he's got to wait, man. And he he's already beaten the shit out of Costa. He beat Whitaker. He's called out Cannoneer, and Cannoneer lost. You know what I mean? Going into that fight, so really. Marvin Vittori might be one of those guys that he might have to fight next just because he hasn't already fought him. So that's why I say no, he has, he has. Vittori's fought him already. Oh, have they? Oh, dude, he wants a rematch with him. That's why he's got such a hard on for him. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I'd have, I'd have, let me look that up really quick. And that's why I'm saying no, because like you can make the fight make sense now, but I think you can make it make more sense later. If Vittori's the guy he says he is, you got to keep winning fights, man. Like, beat Paulo Costa, and then, like, now we really got to fight, you know? Um, yeah, man. Like, I mean, Izzy's knocking people all left and right, but he decisioned uh, Vittori from what it looks like. So, hey, again, it might make sense, you know, if Vittori just know, runs through. Was- well, he- here's the thing. If if Vittori can, you know, run through Whitaker or Gastelum or, you know, um, the guy just said Costa or, you know, Brunson or Cannoneer, if he can run through, you know, one or two of those guys, then why would you not make that rematch? It would only make sense, you know? So, like, maybe not at this next fight for Izzy, but, like, you know, give Vittori one or two fights, and I honestly think you can give Izzy the time off in between those fights or, you know, I mean, if he has to fight somebody... Isn't Robert uh, Robert Whitaker fighting soon? Say that again. Can you not hear me? No, no, no. I just I just missed you. Said Robert Whitaker fighting soon. That's a, that's the last part yeah. I heard. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's fighting um, Gasoline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The winner of that fight can fight Izzy, and that's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gasoline is. Uh. 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 uh I didn't too. Would be great. It would. Um, yeah. That's well, a good fight. Would Whitaker add uh, a on too? But in between all of that, give Vittoria another one or two fights. You see, I like end, say, of, end of the year, Vittoria Adesanya too could be a good fight, like a really good fight. Yeah, give him, give him. I said, give him Costa and Whitaker, no matter who you know, no matter if Whitaker wins or not. Well, well, I guess if Whitaker wins, then he should probably fight Izzy again. But like, yeah, give him, give him Costa and the the loser of uh, um, Whitaker Gastelum. That sounds good to me. Um, and then you still looking at the the loser. You still looking at Gastelum and Whitaker, depending on if they can beat Vittori, and some, potentially a couple fights after that facing uh, Adesanya again. So, uh, yeah, I, I see that working out. Pretty decent. Uh, Kevin Holland, he needs to go back to the drawing board. I, I, he needs to change everything about himself. Uh, he needs to stop. He, he didn't joke around that much in here in this one, but it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, you know it would be a good fight for him. Uriah Hall would be a good fight for him because Uriah Hall doesn't play that game, dude. I don't, man, I don't know about Uriah Hall. Um, I'm so, he's, he's, Uriah Hall's supposed to fight uh, Chris Weidman next. Which is, which is still a good fight. You know what I mean? No, it's a great just, fight. Because, just, you know, they're the same weight, you know, like, it'd be one of those things where Holland couldn't go in there and fuck around against a guy like Uriah Hall, who's going to hit you when you start fucking around, you know? So, I mean, Weidman doesn't fuck around, so it's going to be a good fight, you know, assuming, but I don't know, man, Kevin Holland, when, when you take a loss like that and you, and you don't even look like you were competitive while you weren't fucking around and doing your thing, are you uncomfortable? Are you not, do you not want to be there? Like what, what happened, man? What, just not like, loss, you know. so what? Just came off of a loss. And uh, he shouldn't have taken that fight. I mean, I'm glad he did, and in, in a way he should have, but he just doesn't have the skill. That's why he shouldn't have. You know, he doesn't. He can't stop you from taking him down. Like you know, in mixed martial arts, you gotta stop that takedown. You get taken down, and you can't do anything on the ground. It's over with, man. Like, I, I know you're you're a BJJ guy, but like, you gotta know how to wrestle. Like. No, I'm I'm not a BJ. I'm a wrestler guy. I'm not. I, I, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I mean, as far as your your training background goes. No, no, I have I have more pure wrestling experience than I do BJJ. I've never trained BJJ with a gi. I've, I've trained submission wrestling. Sure. But I've I've never trained BJJ. I just no, want to. You get what I'm saying then. Sorry about that. Um, no, I, compl- I I know what you're saying. I just, uh, I mean. Yeah, I was trying to attribute more of your, your, uh, uh, your recent stuff. Because I don't really count someone's base. You know, like your base is wrestling. I know that. Like you, Nick, Connor, all you guys are wrestlers. You know, and that's, and, and people don't get, uh, wrestling's very different than Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. They really don't get that. They think that you could just have BJJ and that'll stop a wrestler. That's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. It yeah. never works that, like that. It did. Wrestlers, like uh, wrestlers are too hard nosed, and I, you know, I don't mean to correct you again. My my base is in Taekwondo. That was my first one ever. So I mean, I just in in terms of like my training, I'm not like heavily trained. I am. I I have trained and stuff. I don't have like a black belt in any, but like uh, sure. that's where the difficulty lies in trying to you know pinpoint that. Sorry well, again. Well, and that and that's the thing is like I have trained in enough disciplines and enough combative arts, you know, because there is a difference between martial arts and combative arts, in my opinion. Uh, but I've trained in enough of them long enough to know that you know you, you don't you don't claim training or experience you don't have. Like now, I have done grappling competitions. I've sparred numerous times. I've done a backyard fight or two. But like in terms of anything else, like I'm I'm not like an expert. I just I have an expert mind frame for when i'm looking at stuff because i know what i did wrong <laughs> and i know what, like, you know what i mean like, in smoke's backyard <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. <laughs> yeah okay he's like so yeah when i used to do number i used to fuck up because i did this wrong and then it was like oh that guy is not doing that wrong <laughs> you know what i mean so what would you thought with kevin holland then? what would you because uh he, he he's he has training in bjj 
And, and um, the, the thing Daniel Cormier was saying, he'd get comfortable off his back. And I'm like, well, that's the problem. You know, like, um, yeah. this, he, he can't get the submission against a wrestler because he's already a better wrestler. So you're at a supreme disadvantage, man. You know, supreme disadvantage. Like, once you get behind a wrestler, you're done. Like, you're not going to ever. That's it. Like, he's not giving you anything. You know, like, because it's, it, it, yeah. No, sorry, sorry. Go finish your thought. It's it's the it's the it's just the mentality of a wrestler, an amateur wrestler, man. Once it's go, it's it's just a green light all the way through. You're not, and they powering through that shit. It doesn't matter how calm and patient you are. You know, you have to have a much much higher level of jujitsu to be able to stop this guy because he's going to continue to press, and it's hard to stop a press like that. Go ahead. Well, yeah. I was going to say, man, like there's a couple things that people should understand when going against people that grew up wrestling and like especially high level wrestlers. You're like, I mean, re- remember the old Uriah Faber, not like this 45 year old who steps in to make some money every so often. WBC, like, WBC, the best yeah, Uriah Faber. The was. old Uriah Faber. You knew you were getting a couple things. You were getting somebody who could take a punch. Number one. You could hit him as hard as you want, but he's bounced his head off of Matt's all his life. Like, so he got hit that one time, that was it. <laughs> yeah, but that was late in his career. Yeah. You know, by Piotr Young. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about when he dropped that belt in WEC. Oh, Mike okay. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone can, you know, everyone can get caught. Sure. I mean, Dominic Cruiser, Jose Aldo. But, like, think, think about it this way. You, you, so, you know you're getting a wrestler. You're getting a, the good chin. You know, it's a, a baseline, a good chin. You know, they got a yes. you know, hard head. They also got cardio. And they have they have this other sort of like non-measurable where it, it's heart. They have heart. Wrestlers at that level have never given up. In fact, they've, they've had to overcome giving up to get to that level in a certain way. Like, you, you can't beat somebody as mentally strong as a mentally strong wrestler. Like... Dude, I some of the, some of the best people I know were just good wrestlers, and that's where they get their mind frame from because they know how to wrestle their inner demons too. So when you when you when you're gonna fight them in the octagon, you're not gonna get somebody who's distracted by shit on the outside. They're looking right at you. That's essentially what I mean. You know, so like John Jones. Yeah, like that exactly. Like John he John Jones is a high time wrestler. You know, and then he he was able to translate that to MMA. But like you can see, like once he enters the cage, he's not thinking about, you know, the DUI. He's not thinking about anything else like he's he's looking at you and you're next, you know, and that's what wrestlers bring. Yeah. And that's the thing is wrestlers bring this other element to the game that like when it was the very grassroots of the UFC, the best the best fighters on average were people who could take you down and hold you down, you know? And then that became the Royce Gracie or the Royce Gracie, uh, you know, jujitsu where you hold you were, they can hold you down, but you can also submit them, you know? So then, you know, you see this whole evolution and then, you know, standup gets better and then everything has to get better from there. But that's why like guys like Charles Oliveira, when we're going in this Michael Chandler fight, that's why I was so excited when I saw him improve. You know what I mean? Because he's the first of the next generation to where when he broke into the UFC at like 18 years old, which was crazy, his jiu-jitsu was already as good, if not better than technically Damian Maya's, Anderson Silva's, any of the, the Nogueras, any of these guys, it was just as good. He was just smaller in weight, you know? So 
he's coming in with 18 years old of what are we talking like championship level jujitsu no stand-up experience really so if he could get you down you were fucked but if you couldn't get him you know if he couldn't get you down then whatever man like if you're a wrestler that's not going to be hard and you also hit hard like he was a small kid you know like you could beat him up so then all of a sudden he makes this whole other you know transition to where he just he knows his ground game so good but he develops his wrestling so he can take you down or not get taken down by you. He can also yeah. hold you down in many different ways. Cause like holding somebody down in a BJJ sense and holding somebody down in a wrestling sense are two totally different things. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. a, a guy like Charles Oliveira developed a standup to the point where now he's working over people that are known for their standup, you know, like high level guys. You know, Tony Ferguson oh, did give us a chance. Like, is, boxing's an easier thing to learn. Like, it's, it's a much easier thing to learn um, later on, you know? Like, you, yeah. you, you could just learn it. It's uh, not, boxing, it's not a, boxing makes more sense after you've gone through a couple other trials and tribulations with other martial arts. Like, yeah, you know, you would think baseline punching and kicking and stuff like that. Like, that's all baseline. But, like, in terms of boxing – Boxing is an art form. So once you learn how to punch and kick, then you can learn how to box, you know, because it makes more sense with your foot movements, with head movements, you know, like anything like that, you know. So (laughs) the fact that Charles Oliveira was able to put it together at still a pretty young age, he's had he hasn't even hit his physical prime yet. You know, he's oh, man, this Michael Chandler fight. I don't I'm so happy. I'm so happy it's for the title. Beating up. Tony Ferguson on his feet's not like it's, it's a small thing at all, you know. So, uh, man, I mean, like it's not small. Like, I mean, that's why when Just, Justin Gaethje did it, we was like, damn. Like, and then well, it happened again, yeah. and we weren't expecting it from Charles Oliveira, not necessarily. No, we I, knew that he was a. I mean, I, I said not necessarily. I was yeah, too, but like you know, you know it, it wasn't a, it wasn't necessarily a given. It's still Tony Ferguson. He's got to go up in there against a straight dog. You know what I'm saying? So you didn't know. Sometimes dogs, straight dogs, just bring it a little bit differently. But Charles Oliveira was just—he was just class personified, just outclass him in every way, every way conceivable, you know. When and that and that's the thing that I really appreciate about you know fighters making um, an evolution in their own game is guys like Charles Oliveira, and that—that's why I was so excited because when I first watched him fight. He was so good at jujitsu. Like, it was weird. Like, there was a dude, uh, I, I don't even remember who it was. I'd have to look at the actual fight, but it was one of his first fights in the UFC um, against this guy. And Oliveira, like, was able to, like, manage to get him to at least, get, I don't know if he took him down or if he, like, you know, the guy was just like, all right, you want to do this? Let's do this. You know, but, like, stand up, Oliveira pretty much was getting just knocked around. And then finally, he, like, clinched up with him and tried to drop him in the guard. And, like, it was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a like voluntary, like it was voluntary on the guy's part. Like it wasn't, it wasn't something he was like opposed to doing. So he starts like wrestling around with them. And all of a sudden I just see, I see a different animal come out of Oliveira and just boom submission. And it was like, Whoa, you just did that to a guy who was not scared of you on the ground. Like, you know, maybe, okay. Chalk that one up to, you know, yeah. Uh, you, you caught him you caught him or something like that but then he keeps doing it he keeps doing it he keeps doing it it's like all right all right you know and these are you know low-level guys that he's beating and then he gets like, like uh, it's put on purpose 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, and actually finishing <laughs> fights too. You know, yeah. like that's that's another you know, part. Of that John Fitch that had those? He had like a string of like uh, uh, submissions, like out of nowhere. Like he was, he'd be like pretty much losing the fight, or I wouldn't say losing a fight, but like the submissions were all out of nowhere. It was like four or five of them straight, something crazy like that. And then he, well, you know, we know what happened with him, but I think it was John Fitch. But like, yeah, uh, Charles Oliveira is an all-purpose John Fitch. No flukes about. It. You know, the thing too is uh, <laughs> Oliveira submitted some pretty good guys. Like he, he has, God, it was, it's like. 19 wins by submission in his career and eight wins by knockout. Like the, the dude, the dude is incredible. He's very well rounded. He's, he's one of those guys round. like we were just, I was just knocking on Sam Alvey's record, but like with Oliveira's age, he's coming into the point where like the, the losses are farther back on his record than the wins. You know what I mean? Like there's not, not a recent loss that I can think of that he had that, you know, it was, it's like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, Maybe not, but no, like his problem is he was so one dimensional with his jujitsu that he, 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 what are you going to do? Like if a guy keeps just beating people by submission, okay, yeah, whatever. That's not necessarily all that, you know, exciting when it's Charles Oliveira doing it as a teenager, like that he will, he doesn't have like a sterling personality. He's not like Conor McGregor. Like he's just, he's just winning. Like, I mean, these guys honestly look like they have a fighting chance until it goes to the ground. And then, you know, okay, so then you keep screwing around and giving him all these, you know, names or not non-names. And then eventually he's beaten everyone at the bottom level. You can't keep giving him guys that are just coming into the UFC. So then you have to start giving him names. And, like, he fought, like, uh, Jim Miller. He fought, you know, uh, Nick Lentz. You know, uh, God, what was the other one? Uh, Kevin Lee was the guy he submitted. You know, and then he beats the shit. Kevin Lee, bro? What? What What happened to Kevin Lee? He was pretty much Kevin Holland. I get them confused, actually. I never, like, actually make the mistake, but in my head, I jumble them up because they both idiots that talk too much shit and then don't back it up. Kevin Lee's problem is Kevin Lee because he, he switched his training camps to uh, Firas Sahari um, a couple fights ago, and you can tell that, you know, ability-wise and game plan-wise, he's going in there doing the right things. I just don't think he's a top-level fighter. Yeah, he probably needs to go to Bellator. Uh, problem <laughs> problem is when people, well, I say that because he'll have more of a chance because I just think they give him more chances. Like I don't think they'll give him a chance in UFC, and that's really what Bellator is about. It's just getting a chance. Not that anybody's easier over there because like you're gonna run into somebody who'll beat the shit out of you. Like it's gonna happen. Um, last uh, okay, Bader, you know, lots of success over there. I think what was Phil Davis. Ton of success over there. Uh, you know, guys go over there and they're successful. You know, um, as a matter of fact, Rumble Johnson and uh, Yo Romero uh, is a big fight I'm looking forward to. Could you look that up and tell me when that is? I know it was very soon. I want to say it's early May or possibly this week. <laughs> I forget which. Uh, it could possibly be on my wife's birthday, but that's that's too bad for her. May seventh. <laughs> you know. Ah, uh, well, it's not my birthday, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, and at the same time, you, you bring up a good point. We're like, yeah, some of these guys can go over to the Bellator and have good success at Bellator. But how many guys have come over from Bellator and had good success in the UFC if they weren't already unsuccessful in the UFC? So 
enter Michael Chandler, who we've known. Yes. We've known this guy should have been in the UFC for a long, long time. And to be perfectly honest, this is the fight that I think they should have the championship for. Everyone's saying make it the Poirier-McGregor fight, and I disagree. I don't think McGregor should win that Poirier fight and be the champion. I think he needs to fight more. So yeah, I'm okay with that because of that. But I thought, but I, I had a very yeah. different line of thinking. I don't even. It should be Poirier and Gagey's, uh, but whatever. Yes, uh, yeah, and it, it is, is what it is. I don't care because they're all going to fight each other anyway. They're, they're <laughs> they kind of. And there could be that matchup, the Poirier-Gagey fight for the title, and that'd be okay, too. You could have gone, you know, Oliveira-Poirier or Oliveira-Gagey or Chandler-Gagey and Chandler-fucking-Poirier. But the thing is, is Dustin Poirier is doing the right thing by accepting the McGregor trilogy. He's doing the right thing because this is when you have this fight. Just like the other one we were talking about, this is when you have the trilogy, when they're both competitive, when there's title implications, when there's something on the line other than just a good pay-per-view, you know, because like, I don't give a shit about the Nate Diaz trilogy with Conor McGregor unless Nate Diaz fights more and wins more, you know, so like, <laughs> so with the Poirier McGregor fight, oh, dude, not only would it make sense for them to fight again because it's a trilogy, uh, but dude, both of these guys can go fight for the title and be champion. So do it. Do it now. Do it before McGregor loses interest. Because if he wins this fight, he's going to get interested again. You know? What fight's this weekend? Is it the Masvidal fight? Oh, uh, that's, yes, that's I, think, uh, I think it is. I think it is the Masvidal fight. You sure it's not the April 24th? Oh, uh, well, I mean. April 24th. I feel like. like 24 because there's a big uh that's what well no, you're no you're right it's it's april 17th this weekend there's uh the gastelum uh whitaker fight okay okay and then and then april 24th is uh that fight good that's my wife's birthday but you know what guess what uh that's why i have a mobile device um i'm going on a safari with the kids it's not a real safari it's like a fake dinosaur park that's here in chico <laughs> i don't know why I'm this up and i know <laughs> no okay so i wanted to talk about this masvidal fight um, unless you want to talk about Whitaker Gastelum, Whitaker I'm, Gastelum. That that one deserves some uh, some talk. I don't know about the rest of the card, but that one does. Okay, so we'll move the Masvidal uh fight. We'll t- we'll talk about that uh on the next episode because I got a lot to say about that. Mostly the same shit I was saying. I think he's gonna get his ass whooped full camp or not, especially after what we saw with Usman, but uh, hitting his last fight against. I told you he wasn't gonna do shit, Burns. But I digress. I already shit on you a little bit. I'll wipe my ass later. And I'm just, I'm just I'll just say <laughs> one thing about that just in my uh, my response to set up the, ne- the next time we talk about it. Yes. Jorge Masdevall did a great job in the first fight, and he got what he wanted for this one, which is time to train. So you know what? With everything we saw with Usman, Masdevall better use that time to train. He better <laughs> come yeah. in. And make the point that he wanted to make in the first fight because you know what Usman is just looking good at this point. This is what it looks like: stand up, stand up, tag down, done. Stand stand up at the end of the first beginning of the round, second round. You know he he's gonna he's gonna wear him down. Usman's gonna wear him down. I'm gonna say this, and then we're we're gonna get into it. But I I think he's just gonna take kind of the easy route with it, not too easy. 
He's gonna he's gonna prove himself on his feet, but it'll be easy enough to where Masvidal is gonna have a very long, arduous road to ever facing him again. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you better hope somebody else will get lucky against Usman because I don't think he's ever gonna fight for the title again. But one guy who I think will fight for the title is Whitaker. I don't see Gasolum doing much to Whitaker in this fight. I just don't. Uh, and it's not nothing against Gaslam. I think Whitaker's pretty focused. I think he's going to his ass whoop against Adesanya again, but I think he's focused, and that makes him a little more dangerous than Gaslam. Not that Gaslam's like I said, I do not want to shit on Gaslam whatsoever. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not saying he's not up to to the fight because he could just knock Whitaker the fuck out, and <laughs> that'd be the end of this conversation. But what do you think? Honestly, I I. <laughs> Now's the time to think about it, buddy. No, I just, I really want to see that fight, you know, and I don't have anything going on next Saturday like I did this Saturday, so I don't have to rewatch. I can watch it live, but. Want to go for ice cream afterwards or before? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think this is that kind of card. That's the next card with, you know, Shevchenko. Is that the one you said you, you had to watch with your pants off as a man? Which one? Uh, I don't know. You said it. You, what we got f- it on the last podcast. Oh. <laughs> That's what you said on the last podcast. No, no, no. It's a Masvidal one. And you said, as a, I got to watch that with my pants off as a man. And I was like, I don't know what that means. That sounds like something I'd say. I don't remember who You I definitely was. said that. Maybe you were yeah. high. He gets high, people. No. On no. life. <laughs> on life. Marijuana is illegal in like most I didn't say anything about yeah. marijuana. Don't tell on yourself. I said you get high on life. Maybe pain fumes sometimes. No, but um, okay, I, I said marijuana. You're like, oh no, he could tie on pain fumes. Oh yeah, it's fucking better. <laughs> well, man, you work at a paint factory, so you know it gets a little crazy in there. <laughs> I definitely do not. But no, uh, honestly, I, I really do want to see this uh, Whitaker Gaslam fight. It it is like you know one of those fights that could potentially be the greatest fight of the the year. You know, like yeah. both they both showed the the ability to be at a top level. The thing is, is unlike the first time around this time I'm rooting for Gastelum. So I, I mean the first time around, like Whitaker, like, you know, uh, he was the better fighter, but like this time I'm rooting for Gastelum because if he loses this fight, he's either going to be the ultimate gatekeeper or he should just fucking hang him up, man. Like, I don't know where you're going. Yeah, from here. yeah I'm, I'm with that too. And that, that's why I go with these fights. I'm all, it's always weird when you put in that situation. Cause I found myself, I'm like, man, Cerrone needs to win this fight. Cause if he doesn't, you know, he's ultimate, he already is the ultimate gatekeeper, but like, you know, with a, with guys like that, who I'm like, man, you got to respect everything they've done for the sport, their longevity and everything like that. And their level of skill, uh, and you, you got to respect these two guys go, coming in there and doing this, but they can't only do it at a certain level for so long. And whoever loses is going to knock them down a peg. I think Whitaker's got, I don't know if he's got more left in the tank, but you're right about Gasolum, you know, and uh, I don't want to see that happen to him. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> it's got to happen to everybody, but I don't want to see that happen to Gasolum yet. I believe if he can win this and get that fight against Adesanya, that'll be fight of the year. Yeah. Depending on how much Gaslam has grown from the first fight, I know uh, Izzy has. Oh my God, I know he's. Yeah, well, so Izzy. Yeah, Izzy's become Izzy, but at the same time, 
you're absolutely right. Seeing what Gastelum can make better, like because we don't like with how good he was, we don't know if there's more to come or if that's as good as it gets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm a little skeptical about that because I I think it might be the latter. Like I think it might be as good as it gets, but like who knows? Uh, Gastelum is a guy I don't want to count out. I don't think it's smart to count him out like that. Um, and he he he's he's the type of guy that's tried to be a, a, a personality. He's tried to make himself more like in a um, Cejudo fashion, which wasn't very flattering. But did he tried? He tried. You got to have people that try, man. You know, um, if you're not trying, what are you doing? And I I think that he could, he might be able to put together a pretty good performance. If he doesn't, then you know, uh, see you in Bellator. Where they'll give you a title shot just because you're walking in from UFC. I don't know how fair that is to say. Well, like it's, it's, it seems accurate enough to me to where saying it's not a knock on somebody. I mean, it, it is what it is. And like I said, it's more about the amount of it's, it's more about more about the fact that you will get a chance in Bellator before you get another one in UFC. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Cyborg, um, she wasn't gonna get another chance. I don't know why. But it was like, no, 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 no. Like, you can forget about it. Like, you lost. You got your ass knocked out. That's it. You're no longer the goat. And she knew she needed to jump ship to Bellator, and they gave her a chance against Julia Budd immediately. You know, so uh, that's 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 what I mean by that. It's not a. And she won the she won the damn fight. You know, um, so it's, it's not like it's, it's a bad thing. You know. You want to use your credentials for good. You know, you don't want to just sit there like the UFC does and let people just sit until there's nothing left for them to do. And then they haven't fought in so long to get their ass whooped. You know, that's happened before as well. Um, any, is, is, there, is there any other fight on that card coming up this weekend? Um... Let me let me get another look. I had two sixty one pulled up. Uh, I mean, Jeremy Stevens is fighting. Uh, okay. Drakkar Close and Drakkar Close actually looks pretty entertaining. So you know, Stevens is there to be the gatekeeper once again because nothing's going to happen for him even if he wins. But uh, Arlovsky's fighting. Lewis Pena's fighting. Ricardo Ross. Arlovsky's on the bubble. He loses ever again, like ever again, and he's gone. Like, he's not getting a title fight, but like if he ever loses again, he's gone. See you in Bellator. Yeah. Bellator. Other than that, it's kind of like the card this weekend where there's a lot of people that I just I I don't know. You know, like there's a, there's a lot of fighters out there, but like you know the the ones that I see like I like what I I like watching Luis Pena fight, but yeah. at the same time I don't I don't know much more about him than he's giant and has an afro like. I mean, it seems like a good fighter's eight and three. So, look at that Bellator card for me, uh, please. That uh, that uh, Rumble Johnson and Yoel Romero, because I'm, I know better than to look forward to this fight. I know better. I've seen Bellator do this time and time again. Have this big marquee fight between these two nasty knockout artists, and not a fucking thing happens. You know, um, I'm not saying it happens every single time. I've seen Bader knock people out. You know, I've seen him get knocked out. Like, it happens. It happens. I've seen Pitbull crush people. I'm talking about, like, I've, I've seen them have these heavyweight things. I've seen, I've seen 
somebody, I think it was Matt Matreon, kicked somebody in the nuts in the fight. <laughs> that was it. It was like two minutes in. Kicked straight in the balls. Done. Had to, I had to just call that whole fight off. So I just don't want to be disappointed with this Rumble uh, Rumble Johnson and your Romero fight. Uh, did you, did you, were you able to pull that up yet? Um, I'm looking for it. There, I don't, well, give me, looking for it. Uh, what's your opinion on, on these two? Cause they're in that light heavyweight Grand Prix. Uh, you right. know, I love both of them, but I, I don't, I don't care about Bellator. I, I, I know who the, the top fighters are and it's basically Patricio Pitbull. So it, there's, I mean, the question I gave it to you without talking about Bellator. It'll be easier that way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying no, to answer. It, it doesn't matter. You love those two. You love those two. So talk about those two and the fight between them. Because they be no, I don't care to talk about the fight between them because it's not a competitive fight. Like no matter how competitive it is when they do it, like because Rumble Johnson versus Joel. Like I get it. I just I don't care. Yeah. Take us home. Take us home. Oh, okay. That's my job. Shut yeah. Up. This is Sportacus, and you have been sports entertained. <laughs> Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. $1, $2, and $5. You can get things like bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today.